Hey, everybody. Incredibly fun episode of The Morning Show today because it is the day that we mint the Bodagos NFT collection on Solana. It's also the day of the Azuki Elementals mint. So we talk about Azuki Elementals, what we're seeing in the market. We talk about Bodagos. It's a big Bodago celebration. We do the finale of the seven-part animation series that we did the first litter. Overall, it's just a great, great uh, day for us, as you can imagine. The free NFT is at the nifty.com slash claim. The password is celebration5. So the word celebration and then the number five and go to Magic Eden and buy Bodagos on the secondary or wherever, uh, whatever marketplace you prefer for Solana. Hope you enjoy the show. Hope you enjoy Bodagos. So what do we got? We got season 20 premiere of The Bachelorette. Uh, I just got to ask how many seasons of this stuff is going to happen? The other day, Spencer had some takes on Taylor Swift that I didn't see coming. I didn't know uh, that Spencer was a Swifty. Spencer, uh, do you and your partner also watch the Bachelor and Bachelorette series? Uh, we don't. And Pio, you know, I, I'm. How can you think about t- TV on a day like today? Well, because we got 55 minutes of airtime to fill, so we got plenty of time to talk about Bag Day, as we're calling it. We decided that we're calling. Oh, hey, hey, Nick, how you doing, buddy? Bachelorette. That's the one we went with. We went with Bachelorette. Okay. It was either that one. You know, or they have. They have some sort of like betting leagues. I don't know if it's like fantasy or if it's there's some sort of I like play. betting. Yeah, you you bet on. Uh, you can put money on who's gonna cry the most in the first episode. Who's gonna get eliminated? You can put out like flyers on who's gonna win after the first episode. We should do um, the same thing for this show, except it's uh, who's gonna get pissed off first. <laughs> well, I feel well, like lines minus a thousand on you. Yeah, I feel like the line yeah, on I you could... is gonna be heavy. <laughs> I could rig that vote. I'm saying kicked all it takes is one sentence to watch Nick turn beat red. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, hey, we, we'll, we'll have a little fun talking about TV to start the show. But I, today is bag day, as we're calling it for Spencer. That was the little uh, the little joke that we made. Spencer pulled up right on time. and was like, he's not going to miss bag day because today is a big drop from Azuki. Uh, and then, of course, a big drop from us, Bodagos. I'm super, super excited that uh, it just happened to work out that Azuki dropped on the same day as us. Um, that really got me jazzed up. A lot of eyes are on the NFT space. A lot of people are going to be throwing money around today. So it's a very exciting day to drop Bodagos. For this show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Easy and Nick will, I think, be relatively limited, just making sure that everything goes smooth from a technical perspective ahead of the Bodagos drop. But since I have them on screen right now easy how you feeling this morning buddy good man uh dude i i don't know how it keeps happening it keeps shaping up but soul unique wallets broke 10k for the first time in like six months yesterday uh daily new wallets broke 1500 for the first time yesterday in three or four months we've had outweighted buyers to sellers for the first time in six months over the last two days Looks like Solana's heating up. People are having some fun. There's been some degen mints that have been popping off. And this week is stacked with some quality, of course, with the dogs at the front of the pack. I'm excited for today. I can't wait. The website is beautiful. All Bodagos.com. 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 Check out the Twitter. We put it all out there. It, it feels good, man. We've already been heavily working on wallet verification and everything. So right after sellout, mint out, closure of the mint, we're good to go with uh, new roles, et cetera. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. That's what I like yeah. to hear. Easy, are you on Firefox, buddy? 
Oh, I am. Let me let me change this. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. Easy. I'll be back in a second. Uh, the thing that I got a kick out of is there's already been I've already seen two fake Bodagos like derivatives, uh, like B O D O G G O Z or something like that. And it was cool for me to see a different side of Easy that I don't normally see because like Easy's not like you know I, he's not wicked con- confrontational, right? He's not like Nick getting in people's faces, right? He's a an, he's a good guy. Uh, and someone posted like from a fake Bodago's account and I just see the reply from Easy that's like, this is a scam. This has nothing to do with us. And I was like, yeah, Easy. Like, l- let him know. Let him know. Um, anyway, uh, look, Nick, how are you feeling this morning, buddy? I'm all right. Just all right? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Mm. Are you a little bit sad? A little bit emotional. I'm actually kind of tired. I stayed up last night uh, dealing with some of this stuff but um, and fixing uh, bugs on the site that the team had sent us. And uh, I, uh, I took care of those bugs, so no one will notice them. It's a bug-free experience. It's oh. working, Nick. That's we were up late. It was a good time. I also... Um, I got a decanter delivered to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, so I had this bottle of wine that was opened that was in my fridge last night. And it was going to go bad. And I was like, hey, it's time to check out this decanter. <laughs> I put it to good use last night. You know what I'm saying? I put it to good use. L- ladies While and gentlemen. Jersey Shore on, uh, on TV. Uh, oh, yeah. while, I, oh, man, that's this well, red wine. Little red wine, little bug fixing, little Jersey Shore family vacation, little pinky popping night. You know what I'm saying, yeah, ladies and gentlemen? That is a quintessential Nick w- night, and here's why: it's not because he was drinking wine, right? Because Nick doesn't—he like never drinks, and every time he drinks, you basically hear about how it impacted him for weeks, right? But the fact that he bought a new product, and I'm sure that extensive research was put into that decanter. There's no the way. Time. There's no way that there wasn't a, a, a robust amount of evaluation of that decanter versus others. Then you have the decanter and you're like, well, I've got some wine to try. Might as well try the new product. So you're trying out the new product. And then another fun fact is that uh, Nick likes reality shows. Uh, so you're knocking down some reality TV. There you go. It's in the background. Uh, Nick, I saw a reality show a few weeks back. I believe a few weeks back. I believe it's called Selling Sunset. It's where. Oh, you're you're edu- you're about to educate me on this. Go ahead, Pio. Educate me on the show that I've watched every season of. Well, it's two. So there's two bald gentlemen that are they're That's like. Why sh- Nick likes it, huh? <laughs> just rich ass dudes just getting hot chicks. <laughs> the guys are like five seven. It's like two like clearly really smart Jewish guys that own this a uh, real estate firm, and they just hire these like six foot tall ladies that have a bunch of plastic surgery, and it's just wild to watch like the d- dynamics on the show. Um, yeah, there you go. That's the show. And, uh, and I didn't really know about this thing, but it is pretty damn entertaining and funny to see it, uh, like go down because of the, I think the sales aspect, like the legitimate, you know, trying to hit your number sales aspect of the show is interesting to me. Nick, are you a big fan of the show? It sounds like you've seen a lot of them. I skipped like one or two of the seasons in the middle because they decided to like really up the drama in one season or two seasons where there were there was no real estate listings and then they brought it back and now we're getting some real estate listings and we're getting some drama. It's a nice blend of both. The most recent season I'd say was pretty good. 
that's part of the fun, seeing the nice houses and stuff, you know? Um, but also it opened my eyes truly to that real estate um, agents. It's basically just a huge scam racket. Like, I'm pretty sure the mafia probably created it. Like, what the fuck? Like, oh, uh, I'm going to sell this $5 million home and I just get a quarter million dollars. Like, I don't know, dude. I don't buy that. That's, that's uh, not the they don't even do much. I think it, on the high-end prices, there's no doubt that some of the people come in and say, hey, we'll do it for a discounted rate. Um, I mean, th that's definitively the case. And a lot of them want to do it just to get the listing. If you can get an exclusive listing, then that's even better. Then I just they feel like there's got to be a better way. I feel like this is the equivalent of Airbnb not existing and you still call a vacation travel agency to book your travel in 2023, which they do exist, by the way. And apparently, you can get some good deals through them. My point being, though... I feel like the real estate game, yeah, I don't think there should be real estate agents anymore. I really don't. I think it all should be automated by AI. Uh, well, as someone who's in the market for $30 million plus units, uh, I want to say I definitely love having assistance with that process. Um, it's really important that someone is assisting me uh, as I go purchase that, you know, as, as I purchase that property. Um, as you like to say, drop some cash. Yeah, if I'm gonna go drop cash like a damn boss, you know, like a boss, then <laughs> I'm, you know, gonna need some assistance. I'll tell you what, your hair right now makes me think you do, in fact, deal with thirty million dollars real estate on a regular basis. Kicks, well, your hair right now looks like a double wide trailer. <laughs> yeah, dude, I went to the gym. This is this is my this is my like uh, kind of like Conor McGregor look, like you know, I'll punch you in the face kind of thing, you know. Okay. And that's why people are like, maybe that's why he has the nose thing. You know what I mean? Maybe I got hit in the nose too much. I'm getting my breathing going. Well, we you love know what? I don't mind the agent thing, but like it depends where you are in the world because at least in America, you're getting these like six foot tall hot blondies who put out cookies and cream, you know, cookies and water and apple juice and whatever, champagne. They have wine going on. Like, they, I had an agent once who came, like, with people to come see the house. And she was carrying her dog. Like, the agent had her dog with her. And I was like, what? Who brings your dog with them? Only like, Paris Hilton's allowed to do that. Only, <laughs> only Paris, Paris Hilton. Hilton. So she brings her dog with, uh, with her. And then she comes into the house. And then, basically, she starts to talk on everything negative about the house. And I was like... Like, who does that? Like, you want to come in and be like positive. There's like, no, no, she comes in, just says everything that needs to be changed, everything that's wrong, and then puts her dog <laughs> down. And the dog just starts like wandering around my apartment, jumps on my sofa. And I'm like, mm. I mean, this is not normal, right? This cannot be normal that a dog is jumping around on my sofa while she does a lousy tour. So, but then on the other hand, one of my favorite YouTube channels is this guy, and I can't remember the name of it. He just pops up on my algo. Yeah. And he does this like insane, like double digit, 100 million, oh, 50 million, good. 80 million like tours. Turkish guy? Yeah, the Turkish guy. And he's like, welcome to this uh, penthouse in New York. You have incredible views of, of uh, I forgot the park, the big park. Central and Park. <laughs> Central Park. Thank you. <laughs> Central Park. And he, his tours. I want to give him my money. I'm just like, take my money. I love this apartment. So I feel like there's different degrees. You know, a woman with a dog can be replaced NS, by AI. Turkish it, guy, we can. Enes Yilmazer. Yes, thank you. Him. This, this guy, he, he absolutely dominates it because not only does he show you a tour of the place, but he knows everything about that place. Like when he's describing the details, the detailing of everything, literally, like he literally can just look at something and be like, oh, this floor, this floor is like 
like you know, East Asian marble, exactly like yeah, from like a children's slavery mind that I exactly. saw. Exactly, and yeah. he's telling you the child that actually did it that, yeah. made, that made that that a floor oh, that specific panel. Oh, it's it's and, all, yeah. it sounds like he's a high level sales professional. Yeah, I, th- I feel like the baseline for sales in Europe might be a little bit lower. Uh, you know, no shade thrown, but I just figure if you're going to Greece trying to get an apartment, you're probably going to get some Greek guy with a unibrow and a hairy back just trying to give wow. you money under the table or get you to give them money under the table. So I'm just saying. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, look, today's a big day. We're calling it bag day for Spencer. It's a fun day. But basically, we are going to discuss the expectations and predictions leading up to Azuki's highly anticipated Elementals Mint. We'll talk about HSBC becoming the first bank in Hong Kong to allow ETF trading for Bitcoin and Ethereum. And we'll uh, touch on a little update from FTX on its bankruptcy proceedings. But look, Today's show is brought to you by Phantom Wallet. Phantom, we announced yesterday, is the official wallet partner of the Bodago Solana NFT collection. That collection, Bodago's, maybe you've heard us talk about it before, is minting today at 11 a.m. Eastern time, so less than two hours from now. Phantom, which has long been the leading wallet on Solana, is bringing its millions of users a superior user experience and NFT features to Ethereum and Polygon. And if you don't know with Phantom, you can easily view your NFTs across all three networks and manage them in one convenient location. You can see your NFTs in wallet. You don't have to go to a third-party marketplace. They're your NFTs. Look at them in your wallet. So the browser extension is world-class. The apps on iOS and Android are super, super easy to use so you can access your wallet everywhere. And you don't even have to transfer assets into Phantom. You can actually just import your seed phrase and boom, just like that, all of your assets are in Phantom. And look, we're going to be getting more and more integrated with Phantom. So don't wait to have your Phantom wallet as your primary wallet. Uh, you know, hint, hint, wink, wink. But uh, but yeah, look, at the end of the Dude, day, check out so- Phantom.app. Are By the way, with Phantom, Nick, Nick, what, did you notice, have you used Phantom on a computer that also has MetaMask installed? Yes. When I went to do something, it literally, like, when I went to open MetaMask, it, like, asked me if I wanted to use MetaMask or use Phantom. They're, like, they're like putting themselves in front of MetaMask. It's actually, like, legendary kind of aggressive positioning like posturing yeah exactly because i accidentally clicked it i was trying to mint badagas and i accidentally clicked it and then i was on my phantom wallet eth address not my actual metamask eth address and i couldn't mint it and i was trying to figure out what was going on so those guys are i would not fade those guys i i think phantom is is gonna take over the game well thanks for highlighting one of the the features that gave you friction maybe we can uh, <laughs> it was good friction dude. real quick uh and then the uh, in terms of the other one is I need to, it to log in less often, but we're using it. What I was going to say, it, or sorry, keep me logged in for longer. I don't give a shit about security. Just keep me logged in for longer. Keep asking for my password. But uh, the thing I was going to say that Bodagos is minting with uh, Phantom. That's the wallet you want to use. So that's like the main thing. We've been using that internally. And also they're the preferred wallet for Bodagos. They partnered with Bodagos, not just with this show. Hell yeah. That's one. Bodago's technically the official first uh, brand partnership. Although the first. Maybe a couple others. There may be some others. Mm-hmm. So, maybe some more. 
Only the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this show ahead of the Bodago's drop. We got a weather reporter extraordinaire over here. She's not worried about real estate agents having their dogs run around her apartment. She's just here to show up and give the weather signal. Please take it away. Yeah, GM, everyone, Tuesday, the 27th of June. How, how is the market looking? We've got total market volume at 37.5 million. Blur taking the line share, usual, at 20 million. OpenSea hovering around that 5 million mark. On to leaders, you got Apes at 36, a slight pullback. Mutants hovering around 7.3. Punks just bouncing between 49 and 50 all day. Uh, Azuki, oh, 12.9. We've seen a bit of a sell-off, while D-Gods just uh, floating down from 10 is now back, uh, it's now back down to 8.9. Captain's pretty steady at 7.7 and Pudgies, we know the number for Pudgies. On over the past 24 hours, it's Azuki. Azuki is down 20% on the seven day after Wales liquidated assets for the capital for the upcoming Elementals Mint. Beans are also down about 20% on the seven day. We've got this short mint window. We've got 10K up for grabs between the Azuki, the Beans and Public. Twitter expects this to be an aggressive gas war with strong secondary trader trading coming in. This is going to be uh, on the cards for everyone later. Over on Ordinals, we've got Ord Games, the first game on-chain, the first on-chain Bitcoin game. Uh, it is inscribed an Ordinal, this has been inscribed for an Ordinal Maxi Biz themed game. Whoever beats it is allegedly going to get OMB uh, allow list. The fastest fingers have been 48 seconds. So if you give yourself uh, an, uh, an, an attempt at that game, you could get yourself the allow list. On to Art. Avon Art has announced a partnership with Cosmo Medici. The duo will unveil a curated program of artist collaborations each with limited physical editions coming very soon. Expect the first seven artists to drop very soon. And knowing Cosmo and the team there, it's going to be some big names. And then lastly, the Japanese Times says crypto is in turmoil in the US after HSBC Hong Kong News. Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong has says that the US has squandered an early lead uh, due just to being embarrassed by uh, SBF. And now politicians want to look tough on crypto. The Winklevoss twin yesterday, one of them said the East West Coast crypto Flipping is flipping is accelerating. Hong Kong has just beat the USA to the punch on a Bitcoin Ether ETF. If this was the Olympics, the US is not holding gold. On to crypto, BTC at 30K, Ether at 1.8, Solana at 16.5, and Ape at 2.3. Everything holding nicely. Back to you, folks. Fantastic weather report. As usual, Signal, I like the Olympics reference. Anyway, some updates from the Nifty Daily Digest, which is the daily newsletter published by the Nifty.com. That's also the platform you need to have an account on to claim today's free NFT ahead of the Bodago's drop. So make sure you go to thenifty.com and have an account there. FTX, speaking of FTX, has reportedly recovered $7 billion of the estimated $8.7 billion in customer assets that were allegedly misappropriated with the tracing of funds complicated by the internet, the intentional co-mingling of funds, according to the company's second interim report. I don't really understand how you find $7 billion, but it sounds like they did it. Uh, beyond that, the raffle-style drop for Fall, which is a collaboration between artist Grant Yon and Avant Arte, uh, featuring a limited edition of 35 pieces, will conclude today at 9 a.m. EST. Participants can enter by adding their payment details for the $5,564 price point, and if selected to win, they will be automatically charged and sent a physical and digital version of the artwork. Grant Young, of course, performing very well as an artist over the past 12 months. 
Uh, anyway, moving on. Look, we got this Azuki Elementals Mint today. We haven't talked to Spencer since the Azuki event. The Azuki event in Vegas was very much so hyped up. Uh, it was fall. It, it included a check your wallets moment, like we've seen from Azuki before. It was followed up by an anime uh, animation trailer that, in my opinion, was quite strong. Uh, Spencer, what are we thinking about everything that went? Well, first of all, how was the event? How was Vegas? Vegas was nuts. I mean, here's the thing. Not only was the event pretty awesome. I mean, it's the second time that I've had the honor and privilege of being in an Azuki event where they told you to check your wallets. Um, totally crazy. It's like so hard to describe the energy of that moment. It's just nuts. Um, I also, I think I, I, I tweeted this out, was like super short Azuki going into that. Right, yeah. Um, and printed on the short. Some so perp trading. Nice. Yeah, did a little, did a little perp trading. So, um, that did you was close that short already? Weird, yeah. A weird term for it, like perp trade. Like is that's it what it is. Perp, NFT perps, like a perpetrator. You're a perpetrator, Nick. Perpetual, 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 perpetual futures. You live in fucking New York City. How do you not know that? <laughs> Wall Street is literally right there. Grow up. Well, I also have a perpetrator that's a neighbor. His name's Pio, and and I've been trying to live, uh, move further away from him, according to uh, sort of the offenders list, from what I've been seeing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so the event was great. They also had a lot of like. The community side events were better than I would say the av- like most NFT projects main events, which mm. was really really impressive. That's always been the strength of Azuki, is that community. Um, so lots of good stuff there. Now you know I, I, this mint coming up today is, I mean, the biggest liquidity ask in the market in a really long time. I feel like QQL was probably the last really big liquidity mm. ask, but even that was. Orders of magnitude smaller, right? Like this is ten thousand units at two ETH each. That's a lot of that's a lot of money. Um, and you know, there's some interesting stuff about the mechanics of this drop, right? I don't know if you guys spent a lot of time talking about this, but I would say that the surprising thing to me was the degree to which beans were kind of left out, right? So we now know that beans are the tertiary collection, not the secondary. So the secondary collection is this new elementals collection, um, but. And this is the thing that I, I have trouble wrapping my head around the rationale of is why do Azuki get to mint before beans get to mint? Is well, they got a free one? Because they yeah they already got the free oh, one. Spencer is beans like the board ape kennel dog to Yuga for Azuki? Like that's what I, I think that's how that it's being positioned. Yeah, because the dogs that. minted before the mutants, right? So. I'm seeing a lot of this comparison. They didn't mint. There was an airdrop. It was an airdrop. So same, same idea, though, is you got yeah. airdrop the beans. So They're I'm pretty much copy-pasting Yuga Labs with anime. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, here, Kix, we're, I'm going to start talking, then you you go now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Clemente, are you still feel, still feeling yeah, so, uh, so emotional Spencer. About, about this situation here? Yeah, Spencer, yesterday we were talking to Bean Boy here, Clemente, uh, and he was a little bit upset. Uh, it was kind of like the first time someone got wrecked on an NFT trade. It sounds like it's actually a second time because he also got wrecked on a dead fella. But yeah, 24 hours later, how are your beans feeling, Clemente? Feeling like shit, dude. It's <laughs> down another 15% since the show. Oh, I was trying to... Damn. I was thinking I was... The only Going to happen, Clemente. I, all right. Well, I, I have... I was... I was looking at this chart and it was basically looking at the purchasing power of Azuki's and beans. Um, and it's up massively, but um, I was thinking I still have a shot to mint this thing at two ETH. Now you have no chance. Thing- 
<laughs> if, unless you're one of a Thunderbot, or unless you're a part of a well, bean farm. I, I don't know. I think, yeah. Because here's the other thing, though, is like, do these insta sell out at two ETH? Like, it's not. Yes. I, no yeah. hesitation, instant sellout. If Azuki mints 3K of the supplies, 7K remaining for beans, that's a 30% conversion on Azuki. And then you only need like a 35% conversion from beans to sell this out. The other thing, like, on top of that is with 10,000 of them being airdropped to Azuki, I think we actually exceed expectations for the Azuki mint. Even if they mint 6,000, I wouldn't be terribly surprised. Okay, but but yeah, this is like we're, we're the, you know, but pull, pull that screen back up is like you're assuming everyone who has ETH in their wallet that can mint mints. Like there's there's way fewer beans and Azuki with two ETH in their wallet than you'd think. Like it's 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 a much, much smaller number. And we've just seen many times before Dutch auctions like go down when people weren't expecting the Dutch auction yeah, to actually happen. Sure. It wouldn't shock me. Like I don't think there's necessarily gonna be a gas war. And a lot of the mechanics are interesting here. Like the mechanics to me are designed to just really churn out as much FOMO as possible from Azuki holders. And this is what I think yeah. is kind of going on here is the Azuki team said, look, we want to have this big revenue event. They may have had challenges raising at the valuation they were looking to raise at before. And they said, we want to have a big revenue event to justify a big valuation. How do we do that? Well, most of the liquidity in our collector base sits with Azuki holders. And so that's why when we do the mint, we're going to ask the Azuki holders to mint first because they're the people that have to eat, right? Um, and then you have beans. And I would say much fewer beans holders have to eat, but that's also why they give Azuki another shot in the beans allocation too mm. to mint more because I think the math they're doing is they're not confident that your average beans holder has to eat. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, I think the big question here also is like, where does this leave everything? Like, I, we've seen a big sell off in the market, and I think a lot of the sell off in the market for like everything has to do with, and especially as Yuki, like this morning, is people being like, "Oh shit, I need to eat." <laughs> I also, Spencer, I also hate the ten minute windows. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to like probably you know clear as much inventory at the higher price as possible. But like me personally, if if like the beans mint period was like an hour. Then I would consider like, okay, let me see how the you know sale is going, and then maybe I'll buy a bean off OpenSea and mints. But like, I feel like with the ten minute window, and it and there's like, is there even enough time for the Dutch auction to really like move meaningfully over that ten minute window? Well, so here's the thing that's interesting about the Dutch auction, right? Is that they're actually doing a real Dutch auction? Yeah, where you pay the lowest price, which I where guess. you so so. So like the amount of money they lose per time the Dutch auction goes down is actually like obscene, right? So like they lose like a thousand ETH every time it goes down 0.1. That's insane. Um, yeah. Because I just don't think it even hits the Dutch auction. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think so either, but it wouldn't like shock me if it did. Like I don't, I think I've seen a lot of takes that are like, it's a foregone conclusion. They're going to be this giant gas war for the beans. And I, I actually like, I don't think that that's so obvious. Yeah. No, I think you. I think you present a good point. To be honest with you, you're kind of convincing me. So, r real quick, guys, one of the things I wanted to share that w I felt like was relevant. So, this basically this Dune dashboard came out yesterday at at nine a.m. Pacific, so twelve p.m. Eastern. That counted the total purchasing power of Azuki holders and beans holders. Basically, anyone that has a bean or Azuki, how much ETH do they have, and how much can they buy? Yesterday, this was at three, roughly three thousand for Azuki. 
4,200 for beans. And as of this morning, as of 16 minutes ago, is at 4,800 for Azuki and 7,000 for beans. And there's still two and a half hours left. So uh, as of right now, there there's an allocation for roughly like 10,000 because it doesn't include the double dipping of, of people that own both. Um, but it's really been interesting to see how much liquidation has gone on to increase that wallet balance going into the mint. And we still have two and a half hours. Yeah, because it was also checking ETH balances too. And if people are in stable coins, they, I mean, right. someone could have a million dollars in stable coins and they wouldn't have been included it, in the numbers if they didn't have two ETH. But I mean, if you had a million dollars in stable coins, you probably had two ETH anyways. Is that units uh, buying power or what? what's like? Yeah, it, it, units buying power. So essentially, like if someone has, like, for example, you look at this address, owns so 207 Azukis, they have 1,100 ETH in their wallet and they're eligible for the full amount that they have which is a 207 eligible mints so, so um, you can kind of go through these wallets the thing that spencer you were saying about fundraising why do they need to raise funding if they make 40 million dollars on this drop I mean, I, they also may not need to raise funding right like i just but like this is you know we talk about like cost of doing things right like the trailer they put together that short trailer you saw half yes, a million i'm hearing half a million yeah like to do a full anime like 40 million is like that's what um wait so they're doing a full anime i thought that no, was just a promotional trailer that was a promotional trailer i'm saying if they dollars. were to turn that into a full anime like a, the first season of demon slayer i think costs 40 million dollars damn right? like yeah so like, a, an episode a, per demon slayer of demon slayer i think costs 40 million dollars damn Whoa. like it's got said twice that was that was cool i I just connected to the twitter stage i was saying the um demon slayer thing i saw that yesterday and that really blew my mind was that in total it cost about 40 million dollars to make the season and it netted revenue over a billion dollars which like i had no idea that anime made that type of cash yeah and it was like the person who shared it had all the graphs all the info i was like dude what anime business ladies and gentlemen bodagos is the newest anime project on the blockchain go buy it uh spencer go ahead well two things one is you know demon slayer is i think the most profitable if uh, anime it's it's like this is not your average run-of-the-mill this is like the number one success the other thing too is like this is the big question you know um Azuki never did a venture round, so it doesn't have like a board of directors, etc. Like, I really hope that that's the type of thing. Like, if they just spent that full 40 mil on an anime, like that uh, uh, bullish, right? But we don't know like, like, where that money's going, etc. Like, like they're, they're gonna have a lot more cash to play with, which is great for them. Um, but I think there's a lot of risks with this mint, and you know, you th- the price isn't so like abstract, right? Like, you can look okay. When they did the airdrop, the price of, of Azuki's went down about two ETH. They went from seventeen or two to three ETH, seventeen to fourteen. So the market was maybe pricing in that's like a, a two ETH thing. Now you also got to look at like okay, what was the price of beans prior to this announcement? I think prior to this announcement, so there's always been rumors that Azuki's were gonna that beans weren't the secondary collection of Azuki and whatever. So there were some people who, who probably had knew this. But I would say on average, the market thought that Beans was the secondary collection to Azuki. Yeah. And so you see Beans down basically like 100% from two to one. So like that actually gives you a clue of what the market thinks the secondary collection of Azuki is worth because it should have been Beans. 
Yeah. You got forks flying all over the place right now. I did, but I just kind of kept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spencer just what kept going. Eating? He didn't drop everything and say, I just the dropped the fork. Down. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Two spoon. <laughs> there we go. Um, um, sorry, someone's going to say something? No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, look, at the end of the day, there's still some sort of IP related play that Azuki is moving forward with for beans. Like, their Instagram push, for example, seems to be 100% bean focused. Um, so, so, Spencer, you said one thing. You said if they just plunge 40 million right into an anime that's bullish. Are you, you you genuinely think so? It's a big risk, but I feel like the risk reward would be crazy if they end up selling it to Netflix and it becomes big like Demon Slayer. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I I'm just like everyone was talking about doing their anime, doing their TV show, doing whatever, and like, where the fuck is any of this stuff? Like, nobody made it. Yeah. And if you have forty mil and it costs forty mil to do that, I say like, if I'm sitting there shoes, I'm 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 just full sending an anime. I think that's a reasonable strategy here. I don't know if they're going to do that. Uh, you know, you can make the argument that's not the right approach, but like, I think this is the type of thing where it, it, it the market's going to give them something like $40 million. Like that, I think there's no question there, right? The, the question is, does it get to public sale with like 20% left or not? Like there it's like 50, 50, I think. Um, but they're going to give them like tens of millions of dollars. And I, I, I want to see Azuki swing for the fences, right? Like we saw Ford apes is going the gaming route. I want to see Azuki go the IP route. Let's see them go the like, like TV show route. These were two of the big theses, that, and like, no one did them. Yeah, <laughs> everyone raised all this money and people where did are they? them. No, people did them, but they just didn't work out. Um, no, I'm trying but to like, think no, of- no, but did anyone actually launch a full length TV show? Um, what was the Stoner Cats? <laughs> no, but like, like, but look at the like, look at the, the level of talent I had. I'm, I'm blind. Chris Rock, uh, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis. Yes, they did. They made yeah, a they show, did, like, but it, they, it, yeah. And, and it, not only did they make the show, they had an extremely fast turnaround on episodes, right? But it didn't go mainstream in a way that people perhaps anticipated. And I think this is just a reflection of like how difficult it is to make a show, to get it to go mainstream on a network uh, and to win with the current fan base. And we've seen this as well. I remember um, it was a very early 2021 project that had dead people. P.O. and uh, Nick and Kicks. Uh, deadheads. Deadheads as well, right? Those guys. So we like, like we've seen, we've seen teams try to uh, attempt to do this, and for yeah. whatever reason, behind the scenes, it hasn't, it hasn't got to the level that that we thought it would get to. But You're, I think it's just a testament to how hard it is. The the problem is that all of these people are trying to release, like uh, Spencer. What you're saying is, where's the full animated series? This is with people that just raised money. Why not just start with one episode and do it progressively? I don't understand this concept of like, we'll be back in two years. Like that, that's kind of like the approach that a lot of the, the people have taken so far. And they haven't been involved in that process. Right now, actually, you have nobody has any idea what Azuki's up to. Like there's literally other than dropping another NFT project and, and getting an animated trailer. We have no idea what they're up to. It, and and their site says that they're building a metaverse. So like, what does that even mean? Remember that that was like the 2021 meme, or th- or like that was like no late 2021. If if your company said metaverse in it, you raised money. Yeah. So like you were building a metaverse, and so now it's like everyone changed, and some of us 
are are doing animated sequences. Bodagos has an animated sequence that's on there. We didn't spend uh, half a million dollars on it. I'll tell you that much. Um, we didn't even spend a tenth of that. But uh, that's also because it's not a massive animated uh, half million dollar looking thing. You can tell <laughs> that, it does, that it's not half a million dollars. Wait, wait, wait. But Nick, we you're telling me the Bodago series didn't cost $40 million? Not yet. Mil- no, well, th- but this was this was like... I, here's the thing I will say, though. I love ours for a number of reasons. The production value feels higher than basically pretty much other than that Azuki trailer. But the Azuki trailer tells uh, narrative visually in terms of anticipation. When I said there's no storyline, yesterday I got shut down like... No, 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 no. There is a storyline. Look, there's four characters. There's four elements of the world. It, uh, Captain Planet, Earth, Wind, Fire. But uh, by our planets aligned, we are Captain Planet. And suddenly I was like, oh, okay, sorry. I completely missed that. But they didn't even say that. They, there were just elements that exist at this point, which indicates what NFTs you're about to get. But it ha- there's, no, there's no narrative. Ours, I'm going to throw this out there, other than stoner cats, apparently. We're the only one with a with an actual like real narrative that's in there, and I'd say that the quality feels uh, as good, at least as what a Board Ape Yacht Club has released. And we're doing this on a tiny, tiny fraction of the budget that any of these teams have. Now I'm gonna stop patting ourselves on the back here for a second, just to say I prefer this approach because what you can do is you can progressively evolve. Yeah what you're releasing and that's my whole point which is like i don't care if you have 1 million or 40 million doing things progressively with the collective aka your holders to me feels like the right approach i don't know it just seems it's weird that like it, it's a safer approach especially for us safe relatively speaking i mean we're operating in the uh, digital collectible startup I sector i don't even think that it's safe my main point is like i feel like there's an opportunity to be experimental, innovative, dynamic with like the stuff that you're delivering to your holders and bringing those holders along. And right now, apparently, all that the space requires is that you drop an NFT project every 12 months and do literally nothing else, like literally nothing else from the the actual team that you release. We literally, but we literally had Ray say that like that's the book of like that's the secret source of not releasing too much information and just stringing people along for as like for as long as possible and then you have this crescendo and then oh goes muted again piano for a long time oh crescendo like like ray is is you know has talked about this strategy as well and uh like i think what we saw from the trailer was just it was just a pfp trailer it like it was nothing else. It was like coming soon. It's not like a movie trailer where you're expecting, you know, you watch Mission Impossible Seven trailer, having watched six of them, I kind of know what's going to happen in number seven, right? Because they give like they give away this not give away, but they hint strongly at like what the narrative is. This was just like almost, you know, like you're saying, Captain Planet. That's the intro for uh, what's coming up in the episode. I don't think it's like an apples to apples comparison. Yeah. Uh- that that's fair enough. What but I was yeah, going to say. I, I think, okay. No, go ahead. Finish I, the last thing I was going to say is that the, the, there is a time duration through which that uh, you can string people along. Well, look, we saw captains peak at around almost 10 ETH yep. and now it's like pulled back. I think, but 
he is right. It, it does appear that that approach works. The problem is, is the dynamic changes in the NFT space every time for, for everyone to be like, yeah, this is genius. When like any outsider would be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like that, that they, you know, this dynamic that's going on. There's no one that's looking at the Azuki dynamic. If you told a, a normal person what you're doing with the Zuki, like what's going on there that they'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I don't think that there's literally anybody that would be like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And the amount that they're charging people is so, this is like, I think progressively, I frankly think we're going to see less and less of this, even through the bull market. I, I, I just don't think that this approach to charging two plus ETH on things is just like sustainable. But who knows? Maybe maybe the bull market proves me wrong. I'm still holding a bag of NFTs, including my Fly, Fly, Fly Fish Club and uh, VF2 and a, and a bunch of other things and the mutants as they go down. So I'm still on here. Uh, uh, Clemente pulling this up once again, my uh, V friend too, despite the fact that he's now biggest loser of the past week uh, with his beans. Uh, well, what I was going to say real quick is I think what it comes down to is how much a given entity understands how to operate in the market. And I think that Azuki is top three or something like that, like top one, top two, top three uh, of how to actually operate in the space. And I think you have to earn the high price mints. And I actually think that high price mints will stick around. But right now, first of all, the fact that we were about to have a high price mint sellout during the bear market is awesome. In my opinion, it's it's fantastic. I, I love to see it. Number two, I think it also reflects, and I've been talking about this. I've, I said the reason why Projects like Cool Cats, Board Ape Yacht Club, you know, uh, basically the 2021 giga winners, like the biggest winners of 2021. The reason they were able to reach the heights that they reached in January 2021, and with some exceptions like Moonbirds and Board Ape Yacht or um, uh, Other Deed and, and those entities, it came a couple months later, but it was basically January through through March 2022. The reason they were able to reach those heights is because the quote unquote, the white hot space hype still existed in the NFT space, right? At that time, the NFT space was still a white hot space, right? Um, so people were bringing in outside liquidity, but they only had a couple of options of what to buy. They did not have that many options of quality stuff. And quite frankly, when I look at the space now, there's maybe even fewer options because of the cyclical nature of the space and the fact that so many people that were in the space in 2021 and 2022 don't have true grit and left as soon as things got even quasi-challenging. Uh, so you have basically less than 15 entities, 20 entities, 25 entities in an entire industry that are working hard every day trying to propel the industry forward. Um, and that's kind of the nature of uh, the crypto cycles. And, and it's something that we've seen before. If you look over on the Bitcoin side, right? You got more than 20, 25 entities pushing things forward because the Bitcoin side's been around the block, been, been through cycles. Look at the Ethereum side. Not as many cycles as the Bitcoin side, but pushing, oh, no, but pushing things I forward. 
No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, we build on Ethereum. I'm, a, I'm an Ethereum person. Come on now. Um, and the NFT side is brand new. And you saw a lot of people that were flaky, that don't have true grit, that also just didn't understand the space, you know, basically come and go. Uh, so I think that the Suzuki thing is badass. Um, I think it's interesting that the beans pulled back the way that they did. So it stinks if you hold a bean. Uh, however, I don't think that they're going to be completely abandoned. And I think I'm in Spencer's camp. I'd love a full send for. $40 million deployment into a quality anime that makes it onto Netflix and gets the whole anime world top uh, talking. That'd be really cool. I don't know if it's Netflix, Crunchyroll, what the platform is to get the most eyeballs on anime, but that's the way that I'm thinking about it. Um, so look, so we pretty much, I think, covered the long and short of Azuki. Spencer, any other thoughts on the Azuki drop today? Yeah, I would just say, like, I think it's a bold move, and I think that it's high variance. This could go really well or really poorly. Like the question is, will the market see them having 40 million more dollars as bullish overall? Or is this just like a hyped thing that will be a sell the news kind of situation? And people don't forget that when mutants minted, because this is, as we said, this is very similar to the mutants yes. playbook. Mm -hmm. When mutants minted, they minted for five ETH. It was three ETH plus two ETH in gas. And you were underwater for two to three months after that. They went immediately down to like from five to four to three. They were even at two for a while. Um, and this was the height of the bull market for Yuga Labs, right? And so... It, you mean you mean other deeds, right? Not mutants? No, I mean mutants. Well, I, I think I got mutants at 2.5. It was Dutch Auction. No, it was Dutch Auction. The average price was... No, and, the average it was the average price was two point seven. It was Dutch auction. It was two point six. You got it wrong. You got the number wrong. Then check your facts. I, I, I'm very common in these facts because I minted mutants, so I remember this. It was two ETH in gas plus three ETH mint price. There was a Dutch auction, but it wasn't really Dutch auctiony because the gas was so high throughout, and. Everyone who minted mutants was underwater for like quite a while. And I expect that there's reasonably this like may happen again. I don't think there will be the gas war, but like mutants ultimately did really well within the ecosystem, but that wasn't the case for quite a while. And that was in the bull market. Exactly. That was a wild time. I mean, we talked about this yesterday, basically three ETH to eight ETH back to three ETH and then up to 40 with ETH at $3,000, 120K a mutant. Pretty wild stuff. Um, uh, easy. Any other thoughts on Azuki? Nothing specific on Azuki. I think that the community and side events are like the most interesting part to me. Like they managed to get 3,000 people to come out to Vegas for a standalone event. The community put on a variety of side events. And to me, that's such a big win. Like I look at that and I'm like, dude, this is massive to have that much exposure and interest from the community. And people like I kept hearing that there was a lot of people who were there who were not at even like crypto Twitter people, which just shows that like this this not I hate the word bubble, but like this setting we continue to operate in so heavily and put so much focus on isn't always where a lot of the ecosystem resides. So it's it's like really interesting to see. Well, there you go. Uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a second to remind everyone that the official wallet partner of Bodagos, which is dropping today, is Phantom Wallet. Okay, so as an NFT enthusiast, you want an ETH wallet that's purpose built for the community. Right. So that's why you should check out Phantom because it's the best wallet to actually showcase your NFTs. God forbid your crypto wallet actually showcases your NFTs in a really dope way. 
the browser extensions dope. The mobile apps are awesome, and they make it easy to manage the NFTs across blockchains, right? Across ETH, Matic, and Solana. It's pretty damn clear. It's a multi-chain future. When you look at our ecosystem, we got Bodagos on Solana. We got the portal and the subsequent ETH PFP on ETH, and then the free NFTs are on Matic. So why wouldn't you have exposure to all three through your wallet? Anyway, instead of having to switch between wallets, book one wallet with uh, Phantom. And all you have to do is import your seed phrase. You don't have to send assets back and forth. You don't have to pay a bunch of gas fees. You can just import your seed phrase, your ETH seed phrase into Phantom. There's already millions of users enjoying Phantom. They they have long been the leader on Solana, but they're bringing that same sleek user interface and excitement and, you know, just general functionality to Ethereum. So go to phantom.app and, uh, you know, we're working closely with Phantom. So wink, wink, uh, you want to have a Phantom wallet ready to rock. Uh, beyond that, we got Hong Kong continuing its embrace of digital assets. HSBC Hong Kong has become the first bank in the region to allow its customers to trade Bitcoin and ETH on exchange-traded funds, also known as ETFs, which is a move that aligns with the bank's previous statements about supporting regulated crypto products. The East is beating the West, it seems. Uh, how significant is this? I'd love to know. Signal, you came from the banking world in the past. Do you Are you surprised by this move? Are you impressed by Hong Kong and HSBC? What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, this is, sorry. One second. I'm, look, they, they're making moves. They're making moves and they're making moves fast. Um, what's interesting is that they've managed to get this as a security uh so, 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 so it's past the security for, for regulations. It's uh, futures on derivatives contracts, trading on commodity exchanges. They're putting about fifty million, uh, uh, about fifty million one into uh, Web three over there, which isn't a huge amount, but you know, still significant that they're doing that. This is going to be available to their retail customers. It's going to be on an app. Uh, it's just like, like you're just seeing that side of the world go full tilt, and. While the U.S. is just, I don't know, just squabbling and wasting time, and they're just going to take market share. Uh, before, uh, when was it? Before the right, pretty much after the British left Hong Kong, Hong Kong became this, and 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 also before, and for up until pretty much just recently, when they. Uh, when Hong Kong was the, then went back to China and China became a bit more aggressive. Up until that point, it was a financial hub. It, it was up there with New York. It was up there with with London. It stole a huge amount of talent, or managed not steal, but managed to attract a huge amount of talent um, from from the states, from Europe, for people to go and work there. And I really see this as a second opportunity for them. They, you know, they always say there's um, uh, sort of one country, two systems, and you're really seeing that play out in Hong Kong, where they have the green light just to go full speed on regulation uh, and on law, and to have these policies put in. The fact that it's HSBC, I mean, that's pretty much the equivalent of. Bank of America or JP Morgan giving this app to their users. So it's extremely bullish. And I think we're just going to continue seeing uh, more positive news for Web3, for crypto, uh, not only in Hong Kong, but you're also going to see this coming out from Japan. There was a very interesting uh, a tweet that I saw, you know, that the Japanese Times is saying that the US is in turmoil over crypto just because of the stance that they're taking right now. Uh, you're obviously going to see this happening in South Korea as well. And like Asia, Europe, I think all the countries who want to dominate this are going to take a very aggressive position because they're going to be competing amongst themselves. There's only so many, there's not that many companies in crypto right now, like if you look at it as a sector. So those companies, they want to attract them. They want to say circle, 
come, you know, come to London, come to Paris, come to uh, Hong Kong. Uh, Gemini, do the same. You saw the Winklevoss twins as well, just do their global tour. And clearly their operations are moving towards Asia. Uh, and so I think the US, unless they, you know, actually proactively get this sorted out, uh, the Far East and Europe are going to have an advantage. And I'm sure the US can come back and you know, and take market share again, given they given it is the biggest market share in the world right now for uh, ETFs, but they're wasting time and they're losing money on it. So I think it's extremely bullish. And we're going to see Europe come out as well with more of a competitive stance to get that market share. Well, one thing that I've been hearing a lot about in the Hong Kong market too is um, people have been talking about the potential for each Hong Kong bank to e- issue its own stable coin. And this is interesting for a reason I think a lot of like Westerners don't realize, which is that in Hong Kong, the government does not actually issue currency. Each bank issues its own currency. And so when you have like a, a you know a $10 bill in Hong Kong, you may have like an HSBC $10 bill or like a Wells Fargo $10 bill. The, the bills say the bank that issued them name. And this is actually interesting because it's a, it's a very interesting framework that you can pretty easily slot in, like making a stable coin to, right? Because each of these banks basically already manages their own money supply, currency issuance, and all of these other issues that go into producing like a proxy because that's what the like Hong Kong uh, money is anyway. Well, I didn't know that. That's fascinating. Shows that I haven't spent too much time in Hong Kong. I was gonna. I'm glad Spencer spoke up because I was gonna throw to Spencer because he's an insider. Did you know that HSBC HSBC was gonna be making this move, Spencer, ahead of time? There's there's a lot going on in Hong Kong. Um, there's another one too that I've heard some rumblings about, and this is unconfirmed, but I've heard from a number of sources that it seems like Ape Fest might be in Hong Kong this year. What? What? That'd be crazy. No. Kicks, start brushing up on your Chinese. Boy. No, 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 no. They- no, um, that would be crazy. I feel like that's a huge move to You're send needed. everyone to Asia. No kicks. No. Um, anyway. You what even doing there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemente just dropped the password for today's free NFT in the, um, in the Discord. Uh, are we good to drop this animation? Easy? You're muted. I think so. Nick, any opposition to dropping the season finale of the first litter? No. It only costs us half a million dollars, so let's 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 roll with it, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the season finale of the first litter, our seven-part animated series. Uh, for those on YouTube, they'll be able to actually see the video. Uh, for those on Twitter, you can hear the audio on this show, but you can also go to the pinned tweet that Clemente has pinned to the top that has the actual animation uh, that you can watch on Twitter if you don't want to leave Twitter like many don't. So anyway, here is episode seven, the season finale of The First Litter. Time flies in Cash City. Work to play, earn to spend, rinse and repeat. Digital days and neon nights. Money coming in and money going out. And you better believe there's a whole lot more to it than meets the eye. (laughs) A city's constantly being built up and torn down all at the same time. And when you're in the middle of it, you could be completely oblivious to even the most incredible phenomena even if it's happening right under your nose. Weeks had passed since the Bodagos first touched down in Cass City. Buddy knew right away how they were going to make their mark. They found a bodega and went to work. 
But he sensed this burnout building so reminiscent of the place they'd been abandoned as pups was meant to be symbolic of the triumph over their tragic and humble beginnings. And so it was. Barely a fortnight later, through sheer grit, tenacity, and force of will, Buddy and the Bodagos had transformed the symbol of their painful past into the very embodiment of their bright and glorious future. And now, on opening day, it was time to celebrate. Bodagos swarmed the whole spot. It looked like the whole place was going to sell out. Buddy stepped to the front of the store and took a deep breath to survey the scene. He smiled, reflecting on how far he and his comrades had come. They'd found a new place and made it their home. Today belonged to him and his crew. Buddy looked up from the scene at the store and out into the distance. A pink and purple summer sunset was sinking over Cash City. It was the perfect cap to an epic day. And that's when the rager really got started. And before too long, the block party turned into an all-night beach bash. I admit it made me happy just to be a witness to the celebration. It was definitely the Bodago's day. This was their moment, and they deserved to savor it. Buddy raised his paws in triumph. The crowd erupted into a loud cheer of absolute jubilation. It was truly one for the record books. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the season finale of the first litter. Bodagos are minting today. Go to the nifty.com slash check your wallets. Check your wallets. Well, there's uh, 3,000 of them uh, minted so far out of the 4,000. 4, so there's a remaining 1,000 some odd. <laughs> hey, 3,000 out of 4,000 people? 4, check, check your, your wallets. wallets. <laughs> 75% of you, check your wallets. <laughs> uh, I'm so... We well, promise it's not a POAP. <laughs> well, Seal, so we got... <laughs> say so mad about the soulbound token. So real quick, I, I'm glad we had our iconic check your wallets moment for 75% of the people that minted so far. And nobody, it's, it's minting the rest right now. It's almost done. You know, Solana's slow, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually hella fast. Anyway, I'm more airdrop this than I anticipated. I'm going to be honest. Like this is almost uh, ETH level cost here. Easy. Can you explain that to me? You're muted. No one can hear what you're saying. There's no way it's almost ETH level. <laughs> yeah. Let's be let's be realistic here. It's still a fraction of it. How much is four thousand airdrops on ETH? <laughs> that would like be uh, yeah. There would be it would be thousands of dollars. Um. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're seeing people post their bodagos because they, the airdrop is hitting people's wallets. Check your wallets. Clemente, hit us with the password, please. The password for today's free NFT. The final comic is celebration five all lowercase c l e how do you spell c e l e r a t i o n five it's also tweeted and pinned at the top you can go to the nifty.com right now to claim that it's going to be pages number 11 and 12 of the comic series the first litter and it's an absolute banger we're parting it up today that's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This concludes the first litter, the first seven-piece animation series that Bodagos, uh, you know, that tell the story, the origin story of Buddy and the Bodagos. It's great to see everybody posting the Bodagos that have hit their wallets in the Discord right now. It's a very exciting time. Easy, how you feeling right, right now, buddy? 
Good man, good man. It's uh, we're we're getting close. We got about an hour until Allow List One starts. There will be some remaining supply for Allow List Two, which starts at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Trading is going to commence at the completion of the mint. So I'm just excited, man. It's been this has been literally in the works. I look back when we created the Boat Doggo's Twitter account in August of last year, and uh, it's been a fucking journey, man. But I'm so excited for it all. It feels good to see the Nifty Discord going crazy. Shout out our artist on this absolutely bodied this entire collection i'm so excited to uh see the dogs on the timeline and see everything continue to roll out here no easy my pfp has your hat dude it does it does you got the hat dude i'm even more excited for what's after this like this is this is the the batter circle of a much longer game and i'm i'm so excited for everything that's to come following this and uh just getting back to all the stuff we've been working on so are we announcing the artist no not yet no? Okay. No, not yet. Soon. All right. Uh, well, the airdrop is literally uh, concluded here. 4638 out of 4638. Check your wallets. Check your wallets. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. It said 4629 out of 4630. <laughs> 4630. There it is. 4640. Apparently, we went over 4638. I don't know what the deal with that is. There were nine uh, people that didn't get included in that check your wallets. So just one more check your wallets. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, look, on the YouTube show, we have uh, the Discord pulled up right now, and it's just Bodago after Bodago. Wow, we got a gold armor uh, tattooed Bodago. That one's definitely fun. Spencer, have you checked your wallet yet? I'm like, I'm checking it right now. I, that, that, that's what I'm doing. Man, that, that gold, that that armor with the gold tat is sick. It kind of reminds me of uh, Gutter Cat Gang back in the day. I, I, had a, I had a gold skin tat. Dude, Nick, why'd you give me all fucking comments, bro? <laughs> I got all comments. One of our investors, I sent sent her over the ones that she got uh, all comments, basically. Good. Honestly, that's a good thing. I'm happy that we we only got uh, comments. That would have been. I was like prepared uh, for um uh for, for the for situation, or, or like, sorry, I would if I got the one of one. I was like, well, we have to give it to like the company wallet or something and give it away. Um, uh, the investor wants to keep the tattoos and the wizard. Uh, so those are two that she would like to keep in case anybody's wondering. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, wow. We got the Magic Eden pulled up. Look at that. You know, look at that UFO skin with the bone in mouth and the uh, the hiking outfit. I'm, I like that one for sure. Keep Keep it moving, Clemente. Oh, Bunny, you have your hand raised. What's going on? I got I got two rares. I did pretty well. I got a Pepe and I got a ghost. Really? Um, you got a ghost? Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, Pepe, dude. Super dude, dude. Pepe, dude. Yeah. What? Uh, but I, I did I did just see in, in one of my group chats uh, somebody draw the first one of one. Ooh. Which one of one? Um, it's like uh. It's got like a Egyptian oh. hat or something. It's like kind of orange tinted or something. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's pretty apparently Egyptian bunny. It's literally a dog wearing like a, a jackal hat in Egypt with hieroglyphs behind. I don't but know the name of that dog though, I don't know what to call it. What? What? what what's easy? What is that one called? He, easy I mean, might not know because I named them. <laughs> didn't you name it Anubis? Um, I actually believe it's no. Its name is Pharaoh. Pharaoh. 
I was close. <laughs> Dude, just seeing the Discord hyped about the art, man. It felt so good knowing that we showed commons when we teased our PFPs and everyone was like, it's underwhelming. <laughs> and now everyone's just going nuts over this. Feels so good. It feels good, man. It feels good. I'm excited for these next two phases. Like I said, there's no trading on these enabled just yet. That will be enabled upon completion of the mint. So we'll post an announcement once that's live. I'm excited for it. Very excited. Uh, make sure you mint the free NFT. Clemente, what is the, the password for the free NFT? It's Celebration 5. <laughs> Celebration 5. Oh, man. I just, I just got into my wallets and was able to see. Dude, I'm Sound cruising through them. They look so clean. Can you, can you share your screen, Spencer? Or uh, not allowed? I can't. No, no not allowed. No but doxing. TPS reports on there, huh? I, I gotta I gotta prep my computer next time to share the screen, but I'll, I'll share some screenshots on Twitter of some of the ones that I'm most excited about. But I, I just want to see other people's. I want to see like what is everyone collecting? What are Tom flies and I, I personally really like the Basquiat trait. I know that's that's the that's the PO special, um, but I think that's, it looks that's super that's clean. Brooklyn trait. That's underground. not ba- that's not Basquiat. That's yeah. Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> All right, the Brooklyn trait. Yeah. I uh, I really like the Pepe. Skin. That's, that's sick. Because like the face is even Pepe too. That's PP. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of this one. Oh dang! I didn't see that one. That's cool. As you can tell, Kix was really hands on with the art development, ladies and gentlemen. He's I like, mean, "Hey, you don't want me anywhere near those conversations. Like, <laughs> I know my lane of value. Uh, it is. It is not there." Um, although Nick, uh, you better fucking airdrop me a one out of one, dude. Cause I thought the fire trade was rare. I'm seeing a lot of people share fires now. So I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to get a Pepe or I'm going to have to figure out what people aren't wearing to make them my profile pick. You know what I mean? I got it. I got a Pepe, a nice one. I'm pretty pumped up about that one. That's basically the only, uh, rare one that I got. I got tiger is cool. I got to check my wallet. I've been busy, uh, hosting the show, but I got to check my wallet. Oh, I like these people posting. Cow- oh wait, Mr. Long looks like he got a cowboy. Oh, Nick just posted his rare. That is a absolutely savage rare right there. Pepe. That is so good. Wait, what? Nick got that? Yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick got that. Yeah, send that one to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are you gonna give it away? I'll trade you, I'll trade you my bean. Dude, I'm keeping no bean for- <laughs> I bought I, I paid with my own money for, for like $5,000 to get these and I get one rare. I want a fucking refund on this, P.O. Huh? How do I get I I should have. I deserve more rares. I got a McDonald's one, a matching McDonald's one. That's pretty good. I got another one that's pretty good, which I'm hyped about, which is this uh, streetwear puffer. Uh, not, yeah, what were you going to say? Do you remember that me bit I had back in the day that had like the matching blue camo top and bottom? I oh, called him well, that. I got a camo. Yeah, this I called him like Chad my, something. Well, I, I got a Chad. Uh, I just so got it in. My uh, the, my uh, streetwear guy is uh, also in there. So I got maybe like two. What the investor that I was uh, texting with, she got um, she got some nice ones. She she got a wizard. I haven't seen anyone post a wizard yet, actually. Uh, they've been posting them in the Discord. I, I'm looking through the audience on Twitter. I'm seeing some people that have PFP'd their Bodagos, so that's very, very cool to see. Shout out to Nex for PFP and his Bodago, Nex.eth. Shout out to Our Everyday Earth for PFP and his Bodago. Let's go. Uh, Actually, I got another decent one. I'm pretty excited about this one. I, I got a couple. I got a couple good ones. Honestly, the comments are like sick. Like, 
How rare do you think blue mohawk with blue uh, canine blue camo is? We'll have to find out. We'll have to find I, out. I'm oh. just trying to figure out because I don't want like profile pick competition. Oh, right man. now I got my flame. But uh, <laughs> Nick got a stunt doggo with propeller hat, matching color palette, and aviator shades, which is Nick's favorite sunglass trait besides VR. So that was a pretty uh, that was a pretty good pull right there. I got a windbreaker with the airframe and the backwards ball cap on the snow skin. Clean. Um, Dude, let's go. I mean, look, we're pumped. Uh, this is exciting. I don't even know what we're doing on the show now. I just feel like we're just basking. <laughs> you said we're rapping. I'm just going to keep randomly reading you traits hey. and asking if they're rare. Check your wallets. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this check your wallets moment is the most epic out of all of them at this point that's ever happened in the space. Damn, Whoa, Spencer. Oh, Spencer posting. Oh my God. He posted that's an awesome combo. The good the, one. I almost, well, I mean, that's so perfect. So we got glasses. Who's the guy that would fly the motorcycles over like 50 school buses. Evil Knievel. Yeah, dude. It's the evil Knievel ghost trait, the skeleton, the crown. I mean, I don't know. I'm also I really like I think the collection just looks really clean with the 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 backgrounds are like the right color. There's good contrast. The light weighting, the weighting of the lines is good. Like do you I don't know. I <laughs> I'm happy. I'm feeling underexposed. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest, like one of the big things with Soul is always like talking about just new participants to try the ecosystem. And it feels so good to see the responses from people that are like, this is my first soul NFT and PFPing it. And I just know that once they start trying Solana, they're going to realize very quickly that like that ecosystem is fully functioning. It's very seamless to use. That was like such a big win to me is onboarding an army of net new people into Solana for the first time and having a positive experience. And right now, man, it, it feels good. Like it feels so good to do this. And it, it's awesome. I'm so excited. I mean, I'm pumped. Someone just posted baseball outfit with beatnik sunglasses Ooh, and tattooed fur. You like that kicks? The old school baseball look. Woo. There we go. Kix is seeing, ladies and gentlemen, Kix is seeing this collection for the first time. I knew it was good. Look, you know, look. I don't look at my Christmas Day presents. I did it once when I was seven years old, looked in the back trunk, felt incredibly guilty. Ooh, someone got Ever. long glasses. Look, ladies and gentlemen, in Kix's home, when his children are opening their gifts, He's also seeing them for the first time. So he's like, wow, that's a cool little piano that you got there. Wow, very nice. Um, My wife would love to hear that because it's so true. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I get the sense that Mrs. Kicks does all the shopping. Well, yeah, yeah she's, she's damn good at it. Once again, I, I like to stay in my lane. Ladies and gentlemen, Kix was the lead, our creative director on this project. He was hands-on with the making. He's just done so much cool stuff since we finished the art that he's already forgotten. That's the only reason. Well, I don't like to taint it, so they would ask me for my opinion. I'd close my eyes, and I would just go off pure energy. I'd be like, that one sucks, you know, and I wouldn't even look at it. So I helped curate it. You're welcome. That's an incredible technique uh, to be able to help with an art project. Um, someone just said everything is rare. Love to see it. Uh, look, this is a big moment for us. We've been working on this for a long time. Got the balloons. I uh, I had trouble sleeping last night, not going to lie, out of excitement, not out oh, of... Oh, you slept? <laughs> <laughs> look i was just really excited uh i didn't I, when people were saying should we show more of the bodagos uh ahead of tuesday i was like no 
I want them to all reveal on Tuesday. I'm proud of the work. I couldn't be more proud of the work. We put an insane amount of effort into this. Uh, so at the end of the day, I was like, you know, the market's going to decide. We couldn't have done anything more. We literally went as hard as we possibly could. So, Nick? So let's wrap it and check your wallets. <laughs> check your wallets, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, shout hey, out hey, to... Nick. I think... I, 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 should, should we should we be checking... A wallet? What, what should we? Can, I, you know, I, I didn't know. Can you, can you check your phantom wallets, baby. Check your phantom check wallets. Phantom hey, there we go. Check your phantom wallets. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to everyone that bought Bodagos in the pre-sale. This is day one. Even though it feels like day 500 for us, this is day one. Shout out to everyone yeah. that bought them in the damn pre-sale. Shout out to everybody PFP in them. Shout out to everybody that goes on the different marketplaces today and watches them trade. Kicks, was there something you wanted to shout out right there? Yeah, just see me in BD Dash Trades in the Discord. I'm gonna be making some deals today. I'm trying to upgrade, you know. So if you're looking for any like five for ones, you know, like you got a Pepe, hit me up. Check your phantom wallets. Uh <laughs> Check your wallet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, shout out to everyone in the X-Ray gang. I'm seeing a lot of X-Ray gang right now, and I like that. Uh, you're in the gang with Spencer. Maybe he's going to give you insider trading info. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, check your wallets. Check your phantom wallets. Sorry, Nick. Were you kidding about that? <laughs> I'm going to shut down the YouTube show. I'm shutting down the YouTube show. Here we go. It's shut down. Check your wallets. Bodago's front page of Solana and Magic Eden. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Clement. Oh, well, I was going to say show Magic Eden on uh, the the uh, the YouTube show, but I just shut it down. Anyway, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Go mint Bodago's. When can people mint Bodago's easy? In approximately 43 minutes and five seconds. Right, I'm going to allow list one phase starts up. I'm going to go start chugging espresso. I will see you guys in 44 minutes for this live, man. Catch you guys next time. You're about to move on up. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you later. <laughs>